Remember the first time we did this? Um, I do actually. You were in that crappy little apartment. Wow. It wasn't that actually the audio was very good because there was boxes of clothing, both mine and daddy's, up against the wall where so we were recording. Like yeah. Adding everything because it was just basically a sound room of boxes. It, it but it sounded great. Daddy, what's your safe word? Virgin. Welcome back to What's Your Safe Word? I'm Amp. I'm Mr. Christopher. And today... Uh, We are talking about first times, right? It's true. Now, could you imagine that our first time doing a podcast would be 111 episodes, I think. I think this is 111 in. And we would still be doing it, but we would be in a different place. We'd have different equipment. No boxes. We, well... That's not true. He says, looking up at boxes. Technically well, on shelves, though. Technically okay. on shelves and not in packing. You still have a Christmas gift over here you haven't unboxed. Your um, filing cabinet has been sitting here for three months. That was a birthday gift, wasn't it? Either way. So not even a full month yet. Thank no, you. Thank no, you. no, 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 and no. And today we are talking about first times. Now, yeah. here on What's Your Safe Word, we talk about sex and kink all the time, but rarely do we get a chance to tell first time stories. Sometimes we'll like do little anecdotes. We'll even have like tea on like experiences, but we never really talk about all the firsts or if we have, it's like been very interesting. Like here or there, we'll talk about. Okay. Like I know we've talked about like our first time with like kink, I'm sure. And maybe even coming out possibly. I'm, I'm actually not sure. But today we are going through a bunch of firsts recommended by you guys. I put up a tweet that was just like, what, what was a first that really, really made or, or changed your life? Um, but first... Okay, so you know how when I make bondage equipment and like the shelves behind you are all made out of that plumber's pipe, you know, you know that you get at the hardware store, it comes in a foot, two foot, and it's got elbows and stuff. Yes. Okay. Sorry, I didn't know. I thought it was a rhetorical question. <laughs> Again, he says as he looks up at the shelving that is built up with pipe. Yes. So why? For the love of God, does the hardware store put four different stickers on it? And the stickers are like glued so like I couldn't even get it off with my thumbnail. So I have been trying to build a new dungeon rack and I have all these pipes with that I don't want the stickers on. Like one's a UPC code, one is where it was made, one is the hardwood stir with the the price tags on it. So what you're doing? And you're trying to steal pipes? No, I don't. I, I bought them. I bought them. I just don't want the freaking labels on it. And to get the freaking labels off, even just with a razor blade, the glue is so gummy. It's like, well, I mean, why? Why does it have to be so gummy? This is my question to you. This is dad T, not dad question. What do you mean? I I don't know. I'm not a hardware person. No, it's, it's exhausting. Couldn't it's they just exhausting. put like a paper oh, paper tape with maybe no. like, I don't no, know. No. Like, uh, it doesn't have to be so sticky. Why does the stickers have to be so sticky? You have sticky? never complained about it being sticky before. Anyway. Anyway, that was my, my oh. upset this, this oh. week. Oh, I man. was like, ah. That is... Uh, oh wait, here, here I'll, I can I can do it too. Actually, not tea, but um, I had a nice I had a business meeting today, which went well. Uh, I've already told you how that went. But what I didn't tell you was um, I I stream and I have business meetings from the same desk, the same camera that I use for the, even the podcast. People on Patreon are watching the podcast from the camera I use literally for business work. Pleasure. Hi, patrons. <laughs> Thank you for your support. So. I also use the same sound equipment, mics, just so we sound good. We look professional. Um, and it's it's the same one that has all sorts of little buttons and whistles and things that I use for streaming. Oh, my God. Did you hit a button while so, you were talking? Oh, no. Oh. So you know how you get into like a Zoom call and you say, let the audio go, you know, turn on the video. So I did all that. I was on time. I was very timely. I was punctual. And then uh, I say, hello, how are you doing? But what it sounds, ends up sounding like is... Hello, how are you doing? 
because I had left the filter on from the stream the night before and had no idea until the the, the person on the other end who I had not met before. This is our first time like doing a business meeting. Was just like laughing their ass. And you off. were trying to be very professional today too. Well, I mean, like I put on I put on pants. I put on a shirt that didn't say. Well, no, my my shirt said Kingster. Did I you, was very much myself. Did you, you put know? on a hat to cover your purple hair? No. Well, this person, this person did their homework. It was a businessy thing. Anyway, all that to say, it was absolutely hilarious. And what a what a what an icebreaker! <laughs> Speaking of first times, it's nothing like a first impression on someone, and then you end up like sounding like a demented demon daddy, you know? Um, demented demon daddy. Yeah. Okay. You you know like. Is that a new T-shirt? Like, <laughs> That's enough growling for you, Jesus. <laughs> I like that. That growl could... I, I can... Can I use that during a play scene? I think that would really fuck with... Sure. <laughs> the sure. If I, if I was just started talking like that. Yeah, you like that, don't you? Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> but you know, that, that voice is very hair-raising. Oh. oh my God. Perfect well, you shaved for it. shaving all of the things with today's sponsor, Daddy, who is... Manscaped. Now, it is 2020. What are you doing if you got messy ass hair that don't look good down there? You manscape it. Exactly. Now we're all for pubes or a little bit of a little bit of scruff on the face or even clean cut. You know, it's just about how you treat the hair or treat it, treat the skin afterwards. Maybe mm -hmm, you need some crop mm -hmm, preservers mm -hmm. or revivers. Um, but with today's sponsor, Manscaped, you can make sure that your hair is looking great no matter where it is laying. And with Manscaped, now they have the lawnmower 4.0. Mm -hmm. Which we love. Mm -hmm. um, um, yeah. It, can you tell me how much you love it in demon voice? I love it. Oh, I love it. And Mr. Demon, what would you do with a lawnmower 4.0? <laughs> I would shave all my manly hair. I can't like this. Can I do the rest of the podcast like this? <laughs> I I'm, I think I can I think you I think anyway I sound sexy right <laughs> right Manscaped is also making sure that your hair care in your nose and ears and all the other sensitive areas is going to be treated well as well because all of their to not toys I almost said toys all of their hair care <laughs> essentials that's the lawnmower that's the 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 weed whacker, weed whacker are going to have those protective measures in place whether it's ceramic blades that are going to reduce nicks and cuts or guards that make sure none of your skin's going to get inside there and get nicked you can also use Manscaped for all of your body care needs as well with their body wash, their new cologne, their crop reviver and preserver. Pretty much just all of the aftercare because we we, we stand aftercare we're, here. We're all about aftercare. By going to manscaped.com and using offer code what, Daddy? Watts20. Correct. With 20% off and free shipping. If you feel so brave, maybe maybe this is your first time. You should also try 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 the travel shed, the the one shed that every time I spill lube in my carry on on accident because I forgot to close the lube cap, always keeps everything nice and safe. <laughs> so you just have a, tra a travel shed full of lube. It's pre lubed, pre lubed, <laughs> pre lubed, pre lubed. Got it. So thank you again, Manscaped, for being one of our longest running sponsors here on the podcast. Check them out at manscaped.com. I've got Watts twenty and tweet at us. To post post your first time uses of Manscaped on the Twitter space if you feel so inclined. Thank you. Manscaped. Now, Daddy, first times. When you hear first yeah. time, what do you think? Um, your first time doing something. What do you? <laughs> what's the question? <laughs> that was that was. The, when you hear first time, does it make you think of anything specifically? Like when? Oh, oh. Uh, I mean, uh, first time driving. Okay. Oh, uh, interesting. First time um, using a cell phone. Oh. First time. Uh, uh -huh. using a CD player. Okay. Well, okay. These are all, okay. First did you have? Did you sex. not have sex? Did you I, not have I the just first? Said it. <laughs> Wait, what did you have Quit first? Badgering me. No, no, no. no. <laughs> what, what did you have first though? Sex, CD player, phone, or <laughs> driving? Uh, driving. Really? You drove before having? 16. Oh, okay. So you weren't sexually active before sixteen. Not really. I used to tie myself to the jungle gym a lot, but I don't know if that, that qualified is, well, as sex. Oh, mm, interesting. Mm. But did you get turned on? Oh, very. That's huh. very aroused. Well, I used to hump a basketball too when I was fourteen. So maybe that 
was I first ejaculate ejaculated at fourteen. Wait, so, so you had sex with a basketball? That I was did. your first sex? <laughs> I did. Oh my god. I like to dribble. <laughs> <laughs> and so what what about about your first sexual no. Um I think that when when we talk about first times, like the first time you had sex is always an interesting question and story. Like what was your first time like? Well, actually, first time ejaculating. When was when when did you first ejaculate Ooh, and realize summer, that something came out of your penis? Summer of my twelfth year. Twelve. Oh, I think okay. twelve. I think I was like thirteen. Yeah, that I mean the 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 hormones are going off. Like I remember having my first heart on and like being aroused and like that was interesting and weird as a child. Um, and then I was kind of just I I remember it very distinctly because. I was home alone watching cartoons on the television or or some sort of like probably Disney or whatever during the summertime. It's hot out. And I think I just started like grinding into the couch mm-hmm. and not even realizing like I that think humping it was, and rubbing was yeah. a big thing. Um yeah, the first time for me was I tied myself up with all my church belts and um ejaculated. And I remember clearly thinking i was going to hell because i had well, just yeah. spilled all, all the my babies. babies all the babies. all my babies yeah and poor I babies wouldn't make any more what a waste but i remember i remember i didn't actually ejaculate the first time though like there was not that it was it was so it was a wet dream no 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 no, no. it was in it was in i was awake i was wide awake but i, I remember i what did you not mean you didn't ejaculate i mean I, di- I didn't ejaculate but i felt like i ejaculated I remember being like, am Nothing I broken? What out? did I do? Nothing came out the oh. first time that I remember. It's, maybe it's like, you know, when... Um, pipes weren't greased. Yeah. Maybe it's like a new like tube of toothpaste, right? And it doesn't come out as soon as you press it. I'm sorry. Did you just call my dick a tube of toothpaste? <laughs> That's a little bit of cock and ball torch right there. You start... Get one of those toothpaste squ- squeezers and put it on a dick. Oh, no, my God. You, you're waiting for the fluid to come no, down I, the hose. I, I get know. It? I know. Okay. Did you ever have those toothpaste squeezers, though? You'd put it on the end of it, and you'd push all the toothpaste. Who has the time to put a toothpaste squeezer? I don't even out. like... Put it on your like, balls. I don't even like chip Put clips. it on the balls, though, and squeeze... The, oh, see, someone would be into that. Oh. See? Mm-hmm. Pervertibles. But it was, and then like the second or third time, I and think, then, and then after you squeeze it, when can I you use your ball reviver to bring it back? Yeah, your yeah your, your crop reserver, manscaped. Hear me out. Toothpaste, squeezers, <laughs> squeezers and ball reviver, but they can be used as cock and ball torture toys too. Yeah. You're yeah. welcome. Kinky mans- manscaped. <laughs> what about okay? So like in the thread that I posted on Twitter, a lot of people are talking about, of course, the first times having sex or jerking mm-hmm. off, mm-hmm. even the first time that they like kiss someone because we have a very mm. queer audience do you remember the first time you ever made out with another boy oh no the, my first kiss was with a girl oh well let's talk about that first uh yeah so i she was a senior and i was a junior <gasps> you and minx. she asked me to the prom and then at the end of uh the date uh I drove her home and she kind of leaned in towards me and was like, I was like, oh shit. I knew I was gay at this point. Have you seen you? <laughs> I just wanted to go to the prom and dance. <laughs> so uh, she leaned in and I kissed her and it just, it felt so weird and awkward. It was just so oh yeah, awkward. Oh yeah. And, and I just, I remember her leaving and then me just sitting there going, did I do that right? <laughs> was that is that what I'm supposed to do? <laughs> I remember I had a very similar experience. My first kiss kiss was with a girl. Lovely, lovely, lovely girl. Very nice. But it was a date. It was like a dance at a, at a one of those promy things. But it was in middle school. So it was like I was in, I was in like sixth or seventh grade and I was going to a, a dance at another Catholic school. So it was a big it was it was very awkward. I remember she gave me Catholic school. She gave me a little like promise bracelet, you know. Oh God! See, and that's what I was worried about. I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, I just kissed her. Are we gonna get married now? And how do I tell? When do we when do we spill the babies? (laughs) When do we spill the babies? You know. No, but it it is. It's very weird because it's the first time you put your lips on someone else's lips. I mean, even your parents, they never, which is the only kissing you ever did was with your parents, and that's never on the lips. Well, family doesn't count. Yeah. Well, I mean, did your parents kiss you on the lips? No, well, I'm just saying, uh, I don't remember. I mean, I'm sure I've been kissed on the lips by family before. Really? I feel like grandparents like to be, I don't know. That, that's <laughs> Are a your grandparents question. all tongue? <laughs> it, stop it. That is gross. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying. Some people, some people just kiss in different. I don't know. I don't remember. I'm not a very. My family's not really affectionate. I guess to begin with. But no, I. That's why I was wondering about your family. But but do you um, remember your first time kissing? Someone of the same sex that you were yes, into. Someone that yes, you were yes, into. Yes, yes. So it was with a kid named. It was the. It was my first time having sex with a man, and. Oh wait, your first kiss was the first time you had sex too. Yeah. Whoa. Like who was I gonna Whoa. kiss? That? Okay. No, no, no. Continue. Continue. So and I had. They had written their number on the bathroom stall. Their oh phone number. Was this your first time cruising too? Uh, kind of. <laughs> so uh, they had written their number on the bathroom stall of the architecture college at ASU. And their name was Skip. And oh God, um, Don't say their name. They're, they're a huge, they're a big fan. How they're many a big Skips fan. could there be? I don't know. Anyway, so I called the number but left the phone number of where I worked, which was Baskin Robbins ice cream i did know this and i happened to be there when he called back <gasps> which was a complete fluke because what had what would he have done if i wasn't there to answer the phone so anyway well he wouldn't have gotten he would have got no that kiss answering machines and he would be like why am i calling a baskin robbins um it's <laughs> not the cream i was looking for um so he comes over to my parents house who were at work um and he and I'm nervous as all fuck. Oh, yeah. Um and he comes over and he looks like a total frat boy. Um blonde hair named Skip. I mean he fit the bill. Anyway, he comes in and I'm nervous and I'm like, okay, how do we do Sounds this? Sounds like he would skip the bill. I was like, <laughs> why don't we play strip poker? Because I thought uh, that would smooth, ease us into it. Very smooth. Just one problem. Oh, I don't know wow. how to play poker. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I like had cards and then I was like, oh shit, I don't know how to play poker. But I, I, I know there's You were royally it. fucked. And he leaned over and he kissed me on the mouth and started to take my shirt off. And I do remember that feeling very good and magical oh i like that yeah a lot of people describe their first kisses as like movie moments you know yeah and, and you remember it too i, I Even totally this, this, remember this it. far wait how many years ago oh my god that would have been uh that would have been 1989 oh wow yeah. and let me see so my first kiss was probably when i was 19 uh i was going to college i was out of my parents house almost not no i was still living at home because i remember distinctly we sat it was like our second or third date and it was like we were both in college he went to the u-dub and i was downtown at the art institute so we didn't go to the same school but we had some similar friends and he was a big gaming nerd this like kind of kind of looked like a mix between like a very awkward looking justin bieber like the haircut was like a very like I you remember think the Justin Bob? Beaver looks awkward anyways. So. Well, back in the day, though, <laughs> I don't know how yeah. you get more awkward. A very than that. skinny, like a twink, because I didn't know what daddies were yet. Okay. And I remember we were sitting in my car after a date, and I was parked outside of his his dorms, and we literally sat there till like three a.m., three in the morning, like just talking, just, which was just really nice. Talking, which was really nice. And then I walked him to the front of Who his has dorm. That kind of time. We it was it was true passionate not love <laughs> and as i walked him up to the stairs in this very seedy shady part of town where his dorm was uh, uh, you know someone walking by asking if we wanted drugs uh, fluorescent lights from the top as we waited for his dorm manager to open the door because it was like very weird how you got into this dorm we leaned in and we had a nice little smooch and it lasted all of a few seconds but i remember it to this day being very magical but that might have also been uh, the person smoking pot right next to us. As we I was going to say, yeah. and the drugs being shoved yeah. at well, you from people in all directions. That said, <laughs> I just remember it very vividly because it was the first kiss, the first time you feel things. You're very excited. Sweet. Um, and sweet. then I got home at like 3.30 a.m. and my mom was like, where are you? You can't be out that late. Um, and I think I came out to them not too long after that, maybe. You, but, didn't, you didn't go, Mom, I just learned how to kiss. Well, I knew how. To, no, I knew how to kiss. Mom, I, was, I was, just did a kiss. <laughs> how did you know how to kiss if you had never done it? Well, I didn't say I was good at it, but like, exactly. Well, I I know how to kiss a person anyway. Well, now you do because you've had a little practice at it. 
Oh, I've had a lot of practice. Like at it. You, some people, you know, their first kiss, they like dart their tongue in and out. Maybe yours. I'm <laughs> no. That's not the way to do it. No. <laughs> how about how about um, a lot of people talked about like their first sexual sex positive experience, like going into a toy shop, um, oh. or or like. <gasps> Do you remember your first toy shop experience? No, but I remember the first dirty magazine I bought. Oh, okay. I was visiting my grandparents in Bermuda, and I was only 13, and they had play girls, which was the opposite of Playboy, yeah. in the shop in Bermuda. Oh. And I bought one, and the clerk looking at me very weird, but I did, bought did it. Did he look at you and he go, Bermuda, Bahama, come on, pretty mama, and then hand it to you? <laughs> I don't think that's the lyrics, but yes. <laughs> what? That, I'm pretty sure that's the lyrics. Anyway, continue. Um, and uh, so then I get to my grandparents' house and I totally jacked off while my grandfather was watching sports in the other room. Uh, anyway, so they had to fly me home to Connecticut and we went through this tiny little airport and I didn't know what customs was, right? So I had this magazine in my suitcase. And we, and this was, I mean, it's not like customs today. It was, they just laid, there's a table and they just put your luggage on the table and the customs agents just opened it and rifled through and then closed it and said, okay, go on. You can go to the airplane. Uh Uh, So as soon as I realized that was what was going to happen, I freaked out, but it's too late. I'm in line with my suitcase and I know I have a playgirl in my suitcase so as if tsa is gonna bat an eye it's not tsa you don't understand this is oh, tiny my oh, grandparents oh, oh, are standing oh, oh, with oh, oh, me oh, oh, this is mind. this is a line of people they, it wasn't even security screening like that. i don't even think they screened they didn't there yeah, there's no tsa back then Duh. there was no I'm so sorry there was no metal detector <laughs> but there was customs looking for contraband that's what they're looking is for. Is porn nudie mags? Are there, is that contraband? No. Oh, okay. But just curious. A 13 year old boy with the Playgirl hair play yeah, in his that's, bag that's is suspicious. a little suspicious. That's suspicious. Um. Anyway, so they open. I'm sweating buckets at this point, and mm. he starts rifling through my luggage, and I don't know how. He never saw it. I don't know what it was under a pair of pants. I don't know where it was, but he just never did. And he closed my luggage and went on in. But I, the time went by so slow. Oh, I bet. In that suitcase. Oh, and I my, bet. My grandfather, who I definitely did not want to know this, was standing right next to me <gasps> the entire time. Oh, my God. I was, oh, that. So, yes, that was my first experience getting a dirty porn book. Aww. But I cherished that one. I, I jacked off to it forever. Do you still have it? No. I still have my first dirty mag. Or not Do you dirty. really? Where? It's somewhere in my... It, it's under my bed. It is filed in one of my boxes of like random art like for my, uh, what was my it? teenager. It was called Wink. W-I-N-Q. Wink. I've I talked about it before. It. I don't know if it was podcast or video, yeah. but it had like this little twink on the front. I went with my, fir- my, my best girlfriend back in the day who was also the first person I came out to. Um, and that's talk about first. Um, who I still text every once in a while. She's here when we're out of town traveling a bunch, and I'm really upset about that. Anyway, um, I I distinctly remember that buying that as well as coming out to her, as well as, and that was around the same time that I think I even went to my first like leather. That was the first time I that around the same time I, I went to my first kink event. Mm. Or not kink. I went to a bar, but it was my first pride. I did not go to my first pride until after coming out at like 19. I think my first pride, I was 19 or 20. I, yeah, I, I, I came out as gay and I, I, I started doing all the things. That was my first pride. My first pride wouldn't have been until I was like, I think moved to San Francisco. So that would have been 92. So I would have been 21 or 22. That was my first gay pride. Yeah, mine would have been 2010, right? 10 years ago. Oh yeah, a little over 10 years ago. So maybe 20, 2008 or nine would have been my first pride. And I already came out as kinky at the time. So I actually went to my first pride in a leather harness and it was on Seattle Capitol Hill. Actually, I take that back. My first pride <laughs> was 1992 New York City 
because the gay Olympics were there and uh, my friend Dion lived in New York. So I flew out and he's like, oh, you have to come to Gay Pride in, in New York City. And so, oh, wait, is that true? Okay, well, maybe, okay, maybe today I is I might have been first. to Los Angeles Pride in 1990 first. That might be... God, I don't remember my first gay pride. But there have been so many prides. It's like Christmas. Said, Can you remember your first Christmas? Yeah. What? what? The first Christmas I remember, I remember. Anyway, my first pride was very much a coming out experience and also just a very kink experience, which made me comfortable to actually go out and find the kink community because I went to the Cuff, which was a leather bar in Seattle after the pride, like the march. But... If, if not for kinky people within the Pride events that year, I definitely would not have felt as comfortable, which I think is a really powerful like reason and, and argument for why kinksters belong at Pride. Like There was no sex happening at the things mm -hmm. that I went to, but I just felt like I could go there in a harness. And actually, I even ran into... This was way back in the day. I ran into Bolt at that Pride mm -hmm. before he was Bolt. And we, we we hung out for like one of the first times ever. There's there's a picture of us very drunk in front of a very badly lit bar somewhere on one of my old phone computers. Do you like remember your first gay Halloween? No. And the reason I ask that is because Halloween for gays used to be gay pride. Well, uh, so I, every this Halloween is for me that was cosplay. So like I always did everything. Right. This is before the straights co-opted Halloween 10 years ago. It used to be the time that the gays, and there used to be a huge Halloween pride in Santa Monica, in Castro. Um, I remember those. Those were great. Do you remember your first kink? My first kink? Your first kink that you found. Do you remember it? <clears throat> Bondage. Bondage. Oh, that because you t tied yourself up with I belts. I tied myself up, yeah. Do you remember the first time you actually played with someone, though? Like kink-wise. Because mm. I remember mine. I was I doing... Oh, okay, go I, I'll go first. Just to sorry, give you a second. I, you were thinking. I was in this aerial yoga class. Should have known. Aerial yoga. Like this place had tie-off points galore. Because it's, it's the stuff you do with the silk bands, you know? Mm -hmm. Where you like twist yourself. I actually used to be very good at it. I was very flexible. I had abs for days. Nowadays, I like to eat. But... Um, the instructor, this big muscly like daddy of a figure, also very much into bondage, was not good at it. But that was beside the point because it was my first time ever doing it. And I remember I stayed late after a class. He he wanted to hang out. I knew he was gay. And there was like sexual tension and energy. We had plenty of shared friends. There was a subtle nod to like, oh, yeah, you know, we'll call them. It was a mutual friend. We'll call them Dave. It's like, oh, yeah, I was just at Dave's house the other night. Now, me, I knew Dave from the bars. I knew Dave had a whole dungeon, like had the established gay dungeon in the city of Seattle. And I just hadn't played or gotten a chance to go yet. But he's like, oh, yeah, you know Dave, right? Dave and his partner with the big dungeon and the uh, the stuff. And I was like, oh, you mean like bondage? <laughs> and he's like, oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, I mean, this place sure is set up for it. Wink, wink. And he's like, oh, well, I might have some in the back if you ever want to practice after a class. And I just remember um, didn't pay for that class and uh, because I used my ass. No. <laughs> so I don't know if this qualifies as kink, but it was definitely my first. It was very an odd experience. So when I was like 14 or 15, I had a sleepover with the boy in my class who was sexy we kind of our hormones were rage, raging and we were talking about bodybuilding a lot and we would go through bodybuilding magazines it was very homoerotic yeah, anyway uh, he's, as as teens get he spent the night and i had a weight bench in my bedroom and i remember being <laughs> late at night and we started just in our underwear working out just like two in the morning right and i'm trying not to wake my parents that are above me and, and anyway so then he got the bright idea like let's see how strong our dicks are <laughs> so wait who says that <laughs> what and i'm like okay let's do that <laughs> and you know those weights the round weights that you put at the end of a barbell I had like a whole stack of yeah, those. Yeah, that, oh so, my God, how heavy. So we oh laid on the, the, the weight bench on our backs, and then we started oh. stacking those 
on the bulge so in our underwear. Cock and ball torture. Kind plus. of. So, and we both got super rock hard doing this. And so we were like, yeah, I can, I, I, I can weight lift <laughs> 45 pounds with my dick. <laughs> if you're not li- lifting, if you're not lifting with your bros, if you're not lifting with your bros using your dicks, are you even lifting? So that was my first erotic kind of thing. We never copped to being gay the entire time, but man, I I, I was horny for him. Trust me. And what was his name? <laughs> um, he was. I think he was Czech or Polish and had a really long last name. I can't remember it. Maybe it was um, Jump, Skip, and Jump. It, it, <laughs> no, it's like Warshawski or something. Snap, crackle, amp. Um, but he was a sexy fucker. Oh, oh, yeah, I like that. But my first real bondage experience, probably, I dabbled in college a little bit, but always with people who didn't really know what they're doing, um, which was kind of problematic in that I'm the one who wanted to be tied up and letting people tie me up who didn't know how to do it. Um, but my first daddy uh, from uh, Zeus was probably the one who had a nice dungeon. His name is Michael Bales. Um, and he would string me up and play me like a piano. It was amazing. So that was my mind blowing. And that wasn't until 1990, I think. Oh, okay. You know, the 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 instructor that tied me up, like, it was actually very romantic. Like, they had a partner, but they were open, and their partner traveled a lot for work. And they, like, had a little kitchen in this this aerial place because it was like a, a – it was very much a – you could live in the, the studio. So he had, like, a kitchen. He made, like, a nice dinner. And then he had, like – he had like, uh, you know, the paraffin wax. Mm-hmm. He love ha- that. We did like paraffin. He was very, very, very nicely like treated me very nice. And then like tied me up after that. And I just remember being rock hard the entire time. Totally leaking. He thought I came while being tied up. Wait, and I was like, did you like being waxed? No, I didn't get waxed. It was like paraffin. It was like he actually did the, the spa treatment where you put your hand in the wax and then you put it in like a nice mitten. Very bondagey, but not intentionally. Like, I don't think he meant to do that. Uh, he was just trying to treat me nicely and like make me feel good, which felt nice. Anyway. And you're like, yes, daddy. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> put and me in then, those um, uh, And then he, uh, he did very bad bondage, but I was rock hard because it was a power play exchange. And he thought that I came multiple times because there was just so much pre-cum. There was pre-cum Well, you, you do pre-cum a lot. Why, why do you say like a bad thing? No, no, I mean you're you're you're, you're a little leaky. The, the way That's you say it, you, I know, but it's the, a, it's, it's, you, it's no one so, likes to be I called mean, leaky. It's so hot. You're so hot and leaky. There you you're go. So Lead with the compliment. So hot. What about what about? Okay, so I remember my first bondage. Are there any other kinks that that come to mind that you're like especially? Uh, like your first impact play. Well, um, a kink for you, like for me, I remember my first puppy play experience, and like I see someone here that's like, my first that was the most impactful was being locked in an actual dog cage while two men smoked cigars above me. I was eighteen, naked with just a collar. I'm very into puppy play now. <laughs> is this my old sub? Um, no, <laughs> it's a good friend of the show. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah, but. That makes me rem- reminisce about my first puppy play scene. But here, uh, you go ahead and tell me about your first impact play scene. My first, Im- well, so a lot of my first were actually for porn. Uh, Interesting. So the first time I was ever whipped was my mentor Fred Katz. We did a a video for Zeus, and there's like my first trip to San Francisco too. And uh, the owner of Drummer Magazine, Tony DeBlas, had this house. Um, south of the city, who's also the creator of the leather pride flag. Yes, for those that don't know, just to remind, get your history in gear. So the winner of Mr. Drummer, nineteen ninety one, Henry Romanowski. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, Graylin was the next year. Uh, oh, and, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. And then, uh, and then me, Fred tied us elbow to in a. Tr- triangle uh so all our elbows were tied together and our wrists above our heads and then uh fred ripped our shirts off and then he started flogging us and that was my first time being flogged and i don't remember if anyone ever asked if i'd ever done it i just knew i needed to keep up with this these two hot leather boys because i was into them Mm. so i was not going i was not going to let this hurt 
this was going to be good. I was going to do it. <laughs> and thankfully, my first time was with someone skilled who knew impact play. And it was a earth shattering experience for me. Um, Would you say you were leaky? I was not. My back might have leaked a little. <laughs> oh, God. Good for you. Good for you. Um, so my first puppy play experience, which I've probably told a little bit before, was with some old friends that I don't, I don't, I haven't seen them in forever. They still live in Seattle, but it was, it was a CPA event. Mm -hmm. And this was back when CPA had this tiny little like basement under this apartment complex. Like it was a very straight apartment, like tons of straight people lived in it. But for whatever reason, they, the gays owned the basement mm -hmm. that, that no one went into. Um, there was a leather shop down there at one point. There was a tattoo artist down there at one point. And then next to that, there was this little alcove. It was very seedy. It was very like, so, like all those real creepy like porns that look like they're in a basement full of like chain link and real dirty and grungy. Oh, yeah. That. I've shot in those many with like With like the light above you that's really like, you know. Flickering. Yeah. <laughs> but like sexily. Sexily. And. It's sexual. It's sexual. We would pull liquor. these like. Uh, wrestling mats out that you know, like the trifold wrestling mats, like and you'd I have in middle school. Sometimes, and I wasn't in charge at the time, but we put like two of those next to each other, and there'd be enough space for maybe like ten to twelve people in that small room, mm -hmm. always packed. There'd always be people waiting outside the, the little area downstairs, like just kind of socializing because the people inside were moshing. And I just remember the first time going in. I have a picture of that somewhere too on an old phone. But just like this little buckle harness, mitts I put on, I borrowed from someone for the first time, jock strap, and tail probably in two. I wanted to go all out. Mm. And I just remember going into that and kind of getting into this headspace that was super, super hypnotic. And I didn't have any, I didn't have pot back then. I didn't drink back then. Like it was just very much feeling like you were in this altered state, but but in, in such a way that like I came out of it with a bunch of rug burns on my knees because it was playing around, it was wrestling with other puppies, and a bunch of like scratches all over me because somebody had locking pegs oh, and didn't. I, well, I, I was in such a an endorphin adrenaline rush; it never brought me out of the the play. But um, I, I you you could say that it left a lasting impression. I bet he says while wearing a wagon, 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 wag shirt. Now available at saferchop.com. <laughs> wagon, wag, wagon, wag, and no, no, your, your little red wagon. <laughs> How about um, another experience someone shared is their first leather gay event. Do you remember your first like IML? Because I do vividly. I for, I remember my first Mr. Drummer contest in San Francisco. Would you? Um, well, so. like, no, but like a convention. Like a that was that a convention? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, nice. I mean, it's a weekend. It was over Folsom weekend, uh, 1991, and my daddy Michael Bales brought me up for it, and I just remember it being. Like, holy shit, guys do this? <laughs> kind of, like, this is awesome. Uh, but I had read Drummer Magazine. I just had never seen it with my own eyes. Uh, so I knew that it existed. I just never experienced it. I think 2010 or 11 would have been my first IML. And that was my first gay kink thing. I went with a bunch of... Is that when you met me? No, I think I met you in 20. 12 or 13, probably. 13, probably. Probably 13. Yeah. It was my third, third or I think it was my second or third one that I met you, most likely, because I was single by then. Yeah, doing the math. So probably 2011 was my first. Yeah, so first for IML. Th those who don't know, I yeah. met Amp at IML doing bondage demos. Yeah. Um, And you came back the next year. So we had a two-year kind of long courting <laughs> in that yeah. we only saw each other once a year <laughs> for two years <laughs> but wait, wait wait i want to talk about the first time i went because okay. i remember distinctly um going like it was the first time you, i was ever like in a jock strap walking around a hotel kind of being a little naked in public spaces and this is back when they had it at the one place that had like the huge staircase in the lobby that wrapped around the bar do you remember that place mm -hmm. yeah was that was that the marriott was uh that? Okay, well, it depends. There, there were a couple that were like, did they put plastic all over the lobby floor? No. Oh, okay. No. There was one, the Palmer House, and they did that. They, no. They, they, to protect the carpet, they rolled plastic over the entire oh. lobby floor. Oh, <laughs> gross. It was kind of gross. <laughs> but it was the first time seeing Mr. S in person. It was yeah. the first time seeing Mr. S at all, actually. And seeing all the different booths. And this is back before 
before all these companies had a budget that they realized they needed to put into marketing at events like this. So there was a Steamworks booth where I met a bunch of these porn stars. One that I was like Tony Wolf, I think was his name. I had this huge crush on him. I actually found him the other day. He's under a different name now on 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 alt Twitter, you know, the, the porn star Twitter. And he still looks Wait, what's very the porn star you know, everyone's alt Twitter. They have like a PC Twitter and then like their their oh. like sex Twitter. So I, I found him on the, the gay porn side of the Twitter. And he's still looking really good. But now he's a big bear. Back then he was kind of like a muscle. <laughs> yeah, that happens. A muscle, a muscle otter. <laughs> but I just remember being very, very like, oh my God, I can't. Oh, I'm meeting this porn star that I watch and he's so sexy. And uh, so do you think people do that to you now today? Yes. Is that kind of weird? I remember I remember being like a little starstruck. Right. They I remember they were very kind. It was a Steamworks booth and they had like Steamworks jock straps to hand out. So mm-hmm. they're like, you should put one on. And I was like, oh no, I can't. I couldn't oh, I can't. possibly. I have the hey, ass oh, of could death. Could you help me? Yes. <laughs> and I think they like stripped me out of my shorts, put the jock strap on me, and they're like, Well, you don't need to put your booty shorts back on. And I was like, But but what if somebody sees it? <laughs> No, I wasn't that that's shy, but point. I was shy because it was the first time walking around in a jock strap. Yeah, like no, that. that's that's quite liberating. I actually didn't do it into myself until about four or five years ago. I never walked around in a jock strap. Wait, why? I don't know. I just I, I'm sh- I'm shy. What do you want? <laughs> Stop shaming me. I'm not shaming. I'm not shaming. Um, I do really appreciate though as we go through this. A lot of people talked about we were be- we were there first. We were their first in, like intro into kink. That's we kind, we that's kind of first. nice, though, isn't yeah. that? I, I like that. Oh no, I'm I'm very much like a, appreciative. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Yeah. Um, unless you want me to kink shame you, and then, ooh, you dirty little. Oh wait, here I'll do it in the. Oh yeah, you like that? You like that? You sound like Jabba the Hutt. Again, you sound like Jabba the Hutt. But it was really kind of like well, there's one here that says I found what's a safe word and it taught me a lot and helped me figure out that I was kinky to begin with. That's really sweet. Yay. Um, under that says having a guy call me daddy for the first time. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I think that is a roadblock for a lot of guys because we don't realize we've gotten old yet until somebody calls us daddy. And like when mm-hmm. you you asked if and you were polite and respectful you asked if you could call me daddy you didn't call me daddy uh and i was 46 at the time and i was like no you can't call me daddy i'm not old enough to be a daddy rude (laughs) i i remember that and i'm always i always try to be respectful but i also i remember last week when someone called me daddy what? Who called you I daddy? It on Twitter. It's it was a funny inter- It was it's like, this little tiny twink funny? porn star. No, I'm pretty sure they were being serious. Are you a daddy now? No. And I, I Daddy puppy. What, here's the thing. Oh my god, I'm going to start calling you daddy now. I was literally about to say make sure you always have consent and you're respectful, which you are not being right now. <laughs> uh because titles are very personal, you know? Like I I much prefer people to just call me pup if they're going to be sentimental or like just personal in any way but also like pop sure... puppy okay no you are you are literally proving why people don't like when they get called honorifics out of nowhere you're being I'm, very glad I could, I'm glad i could be that example for you of what no, not, not a good do. thing not a good thing you're anyway the, they were like hey daddy you're so handsome can i ask you a question and i, I just responded no Oh, I usually do. So I get that a lot, like on Twitter. So they'll they'll say, can I ask you a question? And I always respond, you just did. (laughs) I do that sometimes if I'm I'm cheeky. I'm like, I mean, technically you already did. So you're up. That's it. No no. more. (laughs) How about how about the first time you made a YouTube video? Do you remember that? Because I. Oh, yeah. That was in the Mr. S store. The oh, video wait. still exists. Wait, did we do that one first or did we do the impact scene one first? The what? Oh, you mean the one that you did with Bolt? Yeah. No, we did we did the other one the first. The one in the store. Okay. We did the one in the, the store first. I was which, so nervous. For whatever reason, I don't know why we thought it was a good idea to film on a storeroom floor with music <laughs> going and people shopping behind <laughs> us. Whose idea? Was that your idea? I don't know. I'm pretty sure that was your idea. And you're like, oh, it'll be so much more personal and fun. And I'm just like, uh, okay. It was, uh, okay. it was, it was fun. It was 
a mess of audio. I remember that. And this is back before I knew how to fix anything in audio. And I just remember there's like people in the background of that video that probably like are like, what the hell are they doing? <laughs> I, yeah, that is a video. That is a, that uh, is. We should replay that. We should do a reacts video to uh, that. Okay. We'll do that. That'd be we'll a good do that one day. One. Okay. We'll like, do we that one do day. That maybe okay. let us know what other videos you want us to react to. But I remember our first video that we ever did on the channel and just how awkward it was. Yeah, I think we were trying to explain what our relationship was, daddy, puppy. Oh, you and I. And no, I'm just are. speaking in general. Oh. The very first YouTube we ever did. That was so... What, you and Bolt? Yeah, oh. so awkward. The audio is terrible. It's filmed on a potato. So I, you know who's in that video? Who? Ein. Oh, really? Little stuffed animal Ein's corgi. been there since the He's beginning? been there since the oh. actual beginning. Oh my God, he hasn't aged a day. In fact, in the video... At one point, I needed some equipment that was behind the, the hole that he sat in, and so he moves. And every 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 once in a while, someone would comment and be like, "Is the is it possessed?" Because like the, <laughs> it, it just moved for no reason, for no reason. The camera angle didn't change. Nothing happened in the video that sh that was, should have moved him, but he moved, and it was just the funniest thing. Oh, I should watch that someday as well. Um, what about when you knew you were gay for the first time? Like, I think I always knew I was gay since junior high, but I didn't verbalize it. This is one of the reasons I left my Pentecostal mother's house when I was a senior in high school was I didn't know how to break it to her. Um, and I wanted to go live my life. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't. I remember coming out to my father and stepmother for the first time. I remember that experience. Yeah, I remember that. Um, and I remember coming out to my best friend and housemate. I remember those mm -hmm. two conversations very vividly. Um, and both of them ended very positively. Um, neither, None of them cared. I do remember how I finally did come out to my uh, Pentecostal mother. <sighs> yeah. Why are you doing that? Oh, no, because I'm just, oh, I'm just bracing myself for, uh, sorry, I, religion and, and I just don't go hand in hand. And well, me neither. Been, yeah. So I actually was at Gay Pride with my boyfriend I at the time story. in 1998, and cell phones had just kind of come out uh, way before the iPhone. Uh and I was carrying a cell phone with me and we were going down and that was kind of new behavior for me. I never had a cell phone on me. Uh, and we were like, I think we might've been a little drunk and stoned. And uh, we had just posed for pictures with a bunch of drag queens. It was fun. And my, my pocket started vibrating. Um, and so I look at it as my phone, as my mother. And I was like, shit, I can't answer this because I'm at a gay pride parade. <laughs> and then I was like, you know what? This is a sign from God. I should oh, answer no. this right now. <laughs> and so, Spoiler alert, it wasn't a sign from God. <laughs> so I answered the cell phone and it was my mom. She's like, oh my God, it's so loud. What's, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm at the gay pride parade in San Francisco. Ah! You should have said, said, "I'm skip. I'm doing skip. <laughs> And she's like, oh, why are you there? I'm like, you know what? I'm having fun and I'm being myself. I will Aww. call you later. Well, Bye. Well, that, hmm. <laughs> that is, you ripped that bandaid off. Um, I did. I totally did. Because it's a sign from God. But you had, <laughs> he had to take the sign. <laughs> you, you were in a place within your life, though, where you were at least self-sustained. You didn't have to worry about living with your mother, right? Yeah, no, no, yeah. no. I was well into adulthood, but it, it it also goes to show how much that dogma and uh, that fear goes. Because even you know, as let's see, how old would I have been? I pr probably approaching thirty. Um, you still kind of, whenever you're around your parents, feel like you have to be responsible to them. Or mm. you have to do what they say. Mm -hmm. um, that's really hard to shake into adulthood. Um, True. And I think you don't truly get that nerve until like 26, 27, 28 um, as you're finding your way in the world. Um, <clears throat> but once you do, it's very liberating, trust me. <laughs> oh, I remember I remember feeling pretty liberated as well. Again, I didn't come out until I was 19. Um, and... I do remember, though, the first time I knew I was gay. 
like I knew. And it was uh, a group of girls in my like sixth grade science class that just kept whispering to me that I was gay. Um, <laughs> and I stupidly you still were thought... You girled into coming well, out? <laughs> I still thought gay meant happy because I was in a Catholic school oh, and people Jesus. didn't... Like we use the term gay in all these like Christian hymns and psalms and songs. Yeah. And so like I eventually went home and I think this might have been internet. The first, Like the internet was around then, right? I it must have know. been. I think you've always had internet. And you? no, 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 not always. And I remember Googling it and then immediately erasing the Google history, but then being like really sad because I was like, oh, they're making fun of me. Like I was such a, I was such an innocent little. Wow, you were little, so oblivious. I, wow. And like, no, in, I was in a, a cute, very pure soul person. Maybe I didn't lead with that. I was a, I was a teacher's pet. I always did well in school. Like I did my homework the second I got home. Like I was raised Catholic. So. You were a goody two shoes. Okay, why do you always have to no, turn a nice thing into a <laughs> terrible put down? Okay, it's not you're, a put down. you're as bad as it's, Becky in sixth grade. Okay, you know. I'm proud of you for being such a goody goody oh, shoes. No, I, I still remember the exact girl, her face, her name. I'll find her. And you know what's really fun? Or not fun, but like quirky. The only time I have ever been bullied as a child for being gay was by other queer people that I learned later on, like 10 years later, oh, that they were, that. they were, it's, they it's were also projection. Queer. Of course. Projection is always saying more about the person than you. Right. But also, can we just be nice to each other? Stop projecting. <laughs> just, just be nice. Let people exist. Like, thank God kids are probably a little bit more open nowadays, but we still get the bullies every once in a while. I'm sure. Yeah. Anyway, I remember just that, like that moment because it was so rude and mean. Like that was the first time I ever got bullied and mm. it was, it went downhill from there because, of course, kids talk and, you know. But and when then, I, then you were just gay, 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 gay. No, no. No, I was very much like, I'm not gay. I'm not gay. I'm not gay. Oh, you denied it. But you knew it. I was a child. Okay. I don't. Yeah. I, I wasn't there. This is I know, you telling I'm us I'm telling you. Um, And then all throughout like high school, I was I still was pretty much closeted. But again, made fun of by the gay kids who I found later on watched our content. They We're watch the our content kids. now. They watch our content. <laughs> they have their own like jockstrap blog. See, in a way, weird it's... way, you helped them come out and come to terms with it. So could it have well been done without done. bullying me, please? Well done. <laughs> way to be the bigger person here. <laughs> so proud of you. Anyway, um, I, I, oh yeah, I was, I was bullied a lot as a child, but what about, are there any other like moments that really stick out for you or any kinks that really stuck out? Like that you tried for the first time. I remember the first time drinking piss with you. Not my favorite. <laughs> I remember. I don't remember that. <laughs> it was at a Pride, actually. At, oh, at, a, at the I cuff. I had to pee. At a beer bust at the cuff during Pride. Look at, <laughs> Look at us. All, all the Venn diagrams. It wasn't great. It wasn't great. You had had well, a lot of beer, I, I, thankfully. Well, usually that makes it better. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> it's diluted by then. Yeah. It's coming out white. Ew. <laughs> No, clear, not clear. white. <laughs> That's called cum, daddy, if it's coming out white. I remember uh, the first time I did chastity. It was also with you, technically. And then we went to a Pentatonix concert afterwards. Oh. Um, and I remember the first couple times trying really extreme kink through kink.com. Mm. Like being suspended upside down, being, you know, with your head tied and and dug in the ground at a campsite, getting flogged. I remember the first time I was ever put in a sleep sack and <clears throat> the the guy I had been playing with him for it was in Amsterdam for a week and he owned Rob of Amsterdam. So he put me in the sleep sack. We were playing and he suspended me in his playroom face down, but horizontal. Right. And he. Okay. He's like, oh, shit, I have a business meeting. I'll be right back. Uh-oh. Do you need anything before I go? And I'm like, I think I was gagged, too. Um, <laughs> Good job. So, Good job. Yep. Uh-huh. I'm like, actually, can you put on, I had just bought the Delight CD. I was like, can you put the oh Delight CD God. on so I can listen to it and just float here in the sleep sack and be, until you get back? And so he did. And I listened to that CD once. Oh. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> Three times. So <laughs> is it was in the heart. Is it a good album <laughs> for you or a, a traumatic album? No, I loved it. Okay. But it, thankfully, he had also I, I he had left my dick 
dangling down too. Um, so I may have peed on his floor, but it, that was on him because it took three or four hours to come home. <laughs> Wow, that's also not good kink. I just no, it's to be not. Very no, no, clear. no, no. Trust me, that was not safe. Don't do this at home. But it was a fun experience that I have a great story for. How about not to end on a, a dark note? But how about the first time you had a bad scene or a scene that scared you, like actually scared you? Do you have any experiences like that? I had one where I went to a couple's house and uh, I had met online. And I went over to their apartment and they blindfolded me immediately and led me in. And then they strung me up, spread eagle. And they started, I think, flogging me or they were playing with something. I don't know what they were playing with. Um, <laughs> some One of the dangly bits somewhere. Oh, the dangly and, bits. And, and all of a sudden, I, like, I felt my throat closing up and mm. I started to sneeze. And I'm like, sir do you have a cat oh. and they're like oh we have three <laughs> and i'm like oh, i'm definitely allergic let me down <laughs> so, yeah that was not good i remember the first time and this is how i, I learned about trick calls or safe calls or whatever you want to call it the 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 way in which you make sure you're you're so you have someone that you can like rely on to check on you the day after um only because I hadn't used one at this time. I, I had some frenzy. I was very much like, I. this is maybe the second or third time I'd ever gotten tied up. I was on a dating app of some kind. I met this guy who was very front, like forward about, you know, into bondage and leather and kink. Went to their place and again, stupidly, didn't tell anyone I was going there. Please always make sure you check in with someone. Mm -hmm. But I get there. It's kind of late. Like, I don't generally go to a, a, a play session after like 10 p.m. but i was like late horny it was during college and i get there and the guy is nice he's he gives off awkward vibes probably but i get there and his place looks like it like he just moved into it like it wasn't really furnished at all yeah that's that's a red flag. it was creepy but i was like okay already here horny <laughs> like they're gonna, they're gonna tie you up and move in the middle of the yeah, night <laughs> yeah so i get there and then like we're playing and he pulls out rope and and he's being nice, but still like a little odd. And like he's tied me down, spread eagle. And then of all things to say, he's like, man, this is a really, this is pretty hot. It would suck if like you hadn't told anyone you were here. Like, and I was uh, like, oh, okay. And he's like, I'm just kidding. I'm very nice. You know, I'm, I, very I, nice. I'm really I, I nice, which is that. what somebody says, right? I do that mind fuck sometimes. I know, but like your your people can trust you because they probably I know, have some so semblance of who you are. To see the fear. And I was like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Nervous laughter. That and he's like, so do you want a gag? And I was like, yes, please. Because um, I love gags. <laughs> it all went well. Here. It all went well. But in the back of my mind, like during the scene, I was like, okay, next time we're telling someone where I'm at, just in case. Because yeah, like yeah, it was yeah. it was kind of deep in Seattle. It wasn't an apartment complex, thankfully. Like in the back of my mind, I was like, okay, if I screamed loud enough, someone would be like worried probably. Mm -hmm. Like that was the only saving grace and why I didn't like run away is because I knew if I screamed loud enough, someone might hear. Which, um, again, bad kink. Don't do that. Don't do that. I dated someone in college who was Mormon. and Bad kink. Don't do that. Don't do that. Completely <laughs> closet gay. And I was Aww. just spending the night at his house. And I we had just had sex. And I was falling asleep. And I think he was going through his sex shame spiral oh, no. or something. And I, I just remember getting woken up. And he's like, you got to hide in the closet. I think my parents are here. And this was like an apartment complex. And some car had pulled into the the, wow, the whole parking lot in front of the yeah. thing and i like literally like half asleep getting into the closet and he's and waiting 10 minutes and he's me like, when i'm thinking about getting out of the and closet the, and then he's like oh that was it wasn't them don't worry and i'm like dude come on out that's it's it like, we're breaking i up. already did that a few years ago <laughs> i'm not i'm not hiding in the closet for you anymore sorry bye <laughs> well oh geez uh unfortunately while this isn't the first time we've talked far too much, I, I think it was the first time that, like, I wish we had another hour oh, to talk. Well, maybe we can talk about this more. Maybe, yeah. If you we, guys we enjoy this, let us know. First times in our 30s. We give could us, just go every us decade. first time, like, starter questions. Like, the first time you blank, you know. Uh, Tag us on social media. And also follow us on social media because this is where we sometimes ask for your feedback, which helps to spur conversation. Yes. And And to that point, like... First times, 
can be traumatic. I think as we've learned today, they can be life-changing. They can be movie magic. And sometimes can be affirming to who you are, maybe your, your gender, your experience, your kinks, what you're into sexually. And I, I think that you never really forget those first times because they no. really are the building blocks to who you are as a person. Like all these experiences that I've had that really come to mind with podcasts like this are generally something that changed my life in some way, shape or form. And so I thank you very much for sharing them with me. Daddy. Yeah, really, I loved it. Really I always like going down memory lane. Me too. And hopefully one day we can look back at this and be like, oh, yeah, that's what happened back in my day. <laughs> back in the day. We say that on, on, on Guard Salon all the time. Just back in the day. Already. Just back in the day. But, Daddy, if people want to go back into your days on social media, <laughs> where can they find you? Uh, you can find me at Mr. Christopher Weston on Instagram or Christopher Weston on Twitter. But do check out OnGuardSalon.com. We have just started a new YouTube channel where we do talk about all the stuff things. back in the day all the things all the things stuff the things the things and you can find me everywhere at pup amp or pupamp.com. this has been what's your safe word but if you're looking for more youtube content or just wanting to follow us on social media what's the safe word is the place to go on instagram twitter twitch youtube and beyond, on, beyond, on, beyond, on. beyond beyond daddy uh take us out with something very insightful in daddy voice um the first time I had a beer was when I was 14 and I stole my father's beer and almost puked because it tasted so bad. And we will see y'all next time. Bye. Bye. You almost puked? Yeah, it's it yeah, nasty not tasting when you're 14. Ugh. Yeah, it tastes like Ugh. it tastes like actual. It's what you think piss tastes like. Right. Yeah. But piss tastes so much better. Well. <laughs> <laughs>